It's the Dogcast, episode 247, Bulldogs versus the Wildcats in Lexington. It's time to get our first road win of the season. Hey, dog fans, it's the Dogcast episode number 247, and me and Old Dog are finally back in the bunker together, and we're ready to bring you the keys to the game, everything you need to know about the big Kentucky Wildcat game we've got in Lexton this weekend. Old Dog, always a tough test on the road when we have to go to Lexton on a Saturday night. Man, it is. I mean, historically, it has always been a tough game for us up there, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm still wondering what we've got as a team, and this is going to be a real watershed game for us. I mean, you know, is have we improved that much over the team that played Colorado, or were Tennessee and Vanderbilt just that bad? And I don't think we're going to know anything till probably about eleven o'clock Saturday night. Well, I'll tell you, that's, you bring up a great point. You're exactly right. I mean, if you think back to this game last year, you know, we had a 14-point lead going into the half against Kentucky in Athens last year. We came out four turnovers in the second half, and we end up losing that game 34-27. But, you know... Yeah, but we don't have the turnover machine with us anymore. <laughs> that's true. We have the two-week-in-a-row Aaron Murray Freshman of the Week Two weeks in a row, Aaron Murray's been freshman of the week. How about that, man? I mean, that's strong. And like we said in the last show, Aaron Murray's going to be the real deal. No doubt. And, uh, you know, and let's go ahead and get somebody else in because if this kid keeps going like he is, he ain't going to be there for four years. <laughs> You're exactly right, dude. And you know, I'll tell you, though, one thing I thought about this week, you know what we're missing with Aaron Murray? And I'm going to put this out to the listeners, to the smartest fans in football, the, guy, the listeners of the Dogcast. Um, we need a nickname for Aaron Murray. Hey, I'm kind of tired of calling him Aaron Murray. It just, yeah. Aaron Murray just doesn't roll off my tongue. I need, I need a cool nickname. Um, you know, like... Uh, I don't know, something good. I, I don't know. I'm not good at coming up with nicknames, but I know a good nickname when I see it. So I'm putting it out there. I want somebody to come up with a good nickname for Aaron Murray. Let's give this kid a really cool nickname because he he's he's tough, and he, he deserves a good nickname. I mean, I've always been fond of Cool Breeze as a nickname, but I'm not sure it fits. Yeah, that was cool in 1974, okay? <laughs> um, you need to settle down on the Cool Breeze thing, okay? Let the, let the nickname professionals, let the dog fan, let the dog cast intelligentsia come up with a great name for this kid. Um, cause if, to, if Cool Breeze is all you got, uh, that's not Well, that, work. I mean, that's just off the cuff, and I'm just saying, I <laughs> oh, like it. My God. I'm, not, I'm not trying to hang it on him. Okay, so let's talk about this game. Um, the first, the big thing everybody needs to know is Derek Locke is not playing. Okay, 
He's not playing. He's a really great running back, a really speedy little running back. He's going to miss the Georgia game, which is really good news for us because that leaves us only having to account for Randall Cobb and Mike Hartline. Uh, yeah. Randall Cobb, is he the most complete player in the SEC? You know, he's if if he's not, he is real, real close. He, he's the Heinz Ward of Kentucky. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, he really is. And and he's got you know he's got a little thing going on with the Kentucky fans, and something we've been preaching for a long time. And you see what it does. You know, they were booed in the first half, and it does get under their skin. Yes. And what if Derek and I've been saying for a long time, if if you feel like you got to boo your own team then keep your ass out of the stadium. <laughs> exactly. And keep that to yourself. Exactly. He does have a little thing going on with his with his own fans, and uh, I kind of think that's going to energize them for this weekend. I think they're going to try to, you know, show up for Randall Cobb. They want to sell out the game and all that kind of stuff. You know, he was, for those of you who didn't know, he called out, Randall Cobb called out his own fan base last week. Said On a, you know, on a tweet, I believe. Yeah, he said, way to go, Kentucky. Fans can't even sell out the stadium when number ten comes to town, and said some other stuff about thanks for booing us. It just makes us work harder when you're booing us. And well, and, and not only that, but then throughout, you know, you booed us in the first half, and then wanted to, you know, give me a high five when I'm walking out of the stadium. Oh yeah, exactly. And and that and that right there that sums up my that you know we have some of those people in Athens too. We have guys booing about blocking in the first quarter, and then they're high fiving and cheering in the fourth quarter when we're winning. You know, but um, so I, I feel you, Randall Cobb. But uh, Randall Cobb has got five touchdowns in two games against us. Um, he's a weapon. I'll tell you this, old, old dog. If we're leading by four and Kentucky's on the tw- our own twenty, and it's fourth down and thirteen, you better not land- let Randall Cobb get into the end zone by all by himself. How about that? Oh, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and how about Mike Hartline? The number two quarterback in the SEC, the best quarterback not named Ryan Mallett. The kid has got 1,800 yards passing this year. He's thrown 13 touchdowns with only three picks. And most importantly, I think for our game, he's only been sacked five times, old dog, all season. We need to sack him five times in one game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, we are going to definitely need to bring the pressure on that, but as far as his quarterback and stuff goes, I tell you what, I think I might take Cam Newton over either of those two. Yeah, I know, but this kid, I, I agree, but this kid's got the oh, numbers. He puts up the numbers, man. He's 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 the real deal. There's no doubt about it. And like I said earlier, this is going to be the first test, true test that we've had in a while. I mean, this is the first legitimate good team we have played when we're you know, and I'm doing my quotes with my fingers, been at full strength. Sure. With And, and full strength means A.J. Green on the field. Yes, exactly. And uh, I agree. And you really, some of the keys, key things that we've been talking about this week, um, and, you know, Tim, Tim Tucker from the AJC was talking about this also. We need to win this game. To, to build on the momentum that we've, and, and, but more importantly, to validate the momentum. I mean, that's what you're saying, basically. We've got to validate the Tennessee and Vanderbilt game. Because, yeah. Kentucky, and, Kentucky's averaging 35 points a game, dude. Um, we, there are, well, and, 
Go ahead. And Kentucky's hung in with the big boys. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, granted, Tennessee was there with LSU, and really, who knows what in the world that was. But I don't think there's anybody out there that, I mean, and, and they were great wins, and we certainly needed them. But I don't think there's anyone that's going to say, we've turned the corner, we're legit, we're this and that. I mean, this is the first true test that we have had in a while, and so far we've flunked every true test that we've had. Thanks for reminding us of that, old dog. I feel much better now. Hey, that's why I'm here. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, if you get, you know, if you get a Woody over beating Tennessee this year in Vanderbilt, you know, that's a little shaky. Yeah. I mean, that's not that's not something Georgia football fans hang their hat on. Easy. We not, don't nobody's brag. talking about Woody's, okay? <laughs> Just settle uh, down. <laughs> we don't well, I you know, I was referring to the New York Jets owner. We don't we don't hang our hat on beating Vanderbilt as as you know, a great that that doesn't need to be our signature <laughs> win Well, having said that, we can't we don't need to be hanging our hat on a Kentucky win either. But we do need to validate the past two weeks and more importantly I think to me we need to reestablish our road dominance. We used to be a dominating road team, old dog. We have not gotten a road win this year. We need a road win, our first road win of this season, and we need to begin to reestablish that road swagger. We need to get back our yeah. road swag. And this would be the third team in a row that we have beaten in the SCC East. Yes. Yes. Which I love. I mean, I'm looking oh, forward absolutely. to that. That's what I want. And, and I'm looking for a lot more. But, you know, again, it's it's going to come down to, you know, can we establish a run, which I hope we can, because that's going to open up A.J., Chris Durham, some of the other folks. And more importantly, and this is the question of the day, will or will we not bite again on the wheel route. <laughs> well, I've got some stuff to talk about on that. You know, did you see where uh, Brandon Boykin was talking? Um, I got a great quote from him after practice this week. You know, he said basically everybody on this defense is a freshman. You know, because because they're all learning a new scheme. He said, but they were talking about the new guys. You've noticed, you know, we've had a lot more Sean Williams and Sanders Cummings this past week. And we even had Alec Ogletree getting on the field before Jakar Hamilton. And basically, they talked to Boykin about that. And he said, well, the new guys are coming in. They're studying the schemes, and they know what to do. And that's why they're on the field. I think that's a great point Boykin. Well, I mean, I'm going to go the other way. What in the hell is wrong with the guys that have been around a long time? Well, they don't think they don't think they need to study and learn the new scheme. No, no. I, yeah, I think Boykin's calling out guys like Ham, like Jakar Hamilton. He said, "Look, guys like Cummings and Williams are going to get playing time because they're studying the film and they know what they got to do. And the guys who aren't getting Vance Cuff and Jakar Hamilton, those guys are losing playing time because they're behind the curve on knowing what to do." Well, and, and that's good. I, I mean, mean, I think you know, Boykin's his, calling it well, straight. His, and, oh, and, and I agree with you. And, you know, I mean, it goes back. Has Vance Cuff really ever known what to do? 
Well, I don't know. And I mean, you know, you know, and he's learning two schemes in two years. You know, I get that. But I'm telling you, if Alec Ogletree is already ahead of Jakar Hamilton and getting more and more playing time, and nobody doubts Alec Ogletree's physical talents and physical attributes as a tackler or, you know, or anything else, I'm telling you, I'm really excited. As I said last week, I am excited about this kid, Alec Ogletree, being in that yeah. defensive backfield. So um, and and doesn't mind playing a little tailback every now and then. He'll do anything with. He'll do anything you want. Um, Absolutely. Now listen, uh, but this Kentucky team, man, like I said, they're averaging over thirty-five points a game. They have won two out of the last four games against us, and they lost one to us by four points. So this has been a tough game. This has been like the South Carolina series here recently, you know. Oh, it has, and I mean, and they. And they have hung tough with, with Auburn, you know, put down a, a very, very high expectation South Carolina team. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a slobber knocker, as my buddy Jim Ross may say. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, keys to the victory for us. After looking at the game, you look at the game last year, we have got to win the turnover battle. We have got to win the turnover battle. That's that's what killed us last year. Win the turnover battle, play 60 minutes. If we win the turnover battle and play 60 minutes, we'll win this game. That's all there is to it. And if we don't, we're going to lose. And yeah. and a lot of Bulldog football players are going to have to shave. Oh, yeah, which, you know, I mean, that's... You love that. You don't, love don't, it, get, don't. don't get me started on that kind you, of stuff. You love the whole, we all get to grow our beards this week. We're all excited. Yeah, that, anyway, that that's neither here nor there <laughs> on that stuff. And, you know, I mean, you're talking about keys to the game. Again, we're going to need, and, and I'm not a huge, huge fan of this, you know, ball control type stuff, you know, as far as who you know, who has more minutes, this and that. But I do think this is one time where we're going to need to keep their offense off the field. Uh, We need to go on long drives. And, again, what makes for a nice long drive? Establishing a ground game. Well, you know, and I tell you, the Kentucky defense is pretty damn schizophrenic, you know? I mean, this season, they've been pretty schizophrenic. I mean, against the run, for instance. Last week, and Lattimore, I know, got hurt, which was a huge blow to their running game. But But he was tearing them up in the first half. Yeah, I know, but total, USC still only had 90 yards rushing in the game. Kentucky held USC to 90 yards rushing. However, they've given up more than 175 yards rushing on five occasions this year. So they've on five of their seven games, they've given up 175 yards of rushing or more. So, you know, they're definitely, they're 11th in the conference against the run. So, you know, we should be able to run on them. I mean, we absolutely should be able one, to run on them. One would think. One would think. Well, Sean Ely, Carlton Thomas, if they just keep on keeping on, that's my thing. Keep on keeping on, man. Offensive line, keep getting better. Running game, keep getting established. Receivers, keep catching the ball. Defense, don't take us out of the game. And don't bite on the wheel rack. And, and again, let's, you know, rack. and along with winning the turnover battle, let's not give up. Let's, you know, defensively, let's make a pack among ourselves. Let's not give up the big play. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that sounds great. It sounds great. We're talking about it on Thursday, but you know we got it. You're right. We got to get it done Saturday night. Oh, ain't, there's no doubt about it. You know, and if it comes down to a field goal, I'm glad we got Blair Walsh. Yeah, I mean it. You know, and I mean they got Randall Cobb, dude. When they put Randall Cobb in the Wildcat, that's a legitimate. That's legit, dude. Randall Cobb in the Wildcat ain't no gimmick. He makes no. the Wildcat work, buddy. That's why it's named the Wildcat. Yeah, so get ready. I mean, I, I want we need our boys at the linebacker, Warren Beelan's boys. Y'all need to be y'all need to be on your toes this week, because um, you know we you know what's coming, and you know Hartline absolutely carved South Carolina up. He carved South yeah. Carolina up like a Thanksgiving turkey, dude, with those little short dump routes, eight to fifteen yards, man, just eating them alive. You know, and another key. To, to us winning the game along with everything else is, and, and you, you bring up a great point. You know, a lot of little short passes that in turn went for longer gains on, and you know, there's no doubt you can't cover everything. You can't break everything up. Yeah. They're going to dump off. We need to tackle. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it boils down to fundamentals. You know, if the guy catches a, a two or a three yard pass, man, keep it to a five yard gain. You know, don't let these things skyrocket and become huge gainers on us. You know, know your position, play your position, play what you're supposed to do. And when you have the opportunity to make a tackle, remember your fundamentals that your little league coach taught you, your high school Coach taught you, you don't need to be blowing up people. Heck, if you think that's going to get you to the NFL, all that's going to do is cost you fifty, sixty thousand yeah. dollars. You can't blow people up in the NFL anymore. So, guys, let's get back to tackling. Get your head on the, get your head in front of the ball carrier. Get your head up. Get your head in front of the ball carrier. Wrap up and drive your legs. I mean, it, yep. it's basics, man. I, I don't know where the fundamentals of tackling have gone. But uh, especially for defensive backs, you know, and it's not that's not a problem that just our team has either. Um, oh, no. Fundamentals of tackling wants, is poor across the board. Everyone wants to make the ESPN highlight, the big hit. I know. it. Well, you know, um, like I said, Kentucky, Kentucky, their offense, they're second in total offense and they're 11th in total defense. So what we need to do is we've got to exploit their defense with some long, long drives and keep their offense off the field. Absolutely. Win the turnover battle and play for 60 minutes. You do all that, you'll be going to be okay. Yep. Don't give up the big play. And don't bite on the Uh, wheel route. Exactly. And, and again, you know, we, we complimented them on that. Let's keep it up. Kickoff coverage has been 180 degrees since last year and actually even since the beginning of the season let's keep that up hey did you see the uh did you see the thing where uh warren Beelan, who's, who's kind of running our kickoff coverage do you see the thing where he was talking about the difference between what we're doing on kickoff coverage this year versus what we did last year you know, i did not well fundamentally this year we have 10 guys in a line and this is going to remind you of your little league also, old dog. You remember when you did kickoff coverage for Pee Wees? What'd you do? You had 10 guys line up, right? And what'd you tell them to do? Keep your lanes and contain, yeah. right? But you had all 10 guys running wide open down the field. Well, Coach Beelan said that our guys last year were taught a strategy called the triangle, where you had 
uh, a formation where you had guys in the middle, kind of like a wedge, I guess, going down the field, and then you held three guys back. So basically, John Fabris' kickoff strategy was kick it really high, directionally, and, ineffectively, and short. high and short, get your guys to stay seven yards off the line of scrimmage where the ball is being kicked, and then hold three guys back in the back of the triangle. And let's see, and you know, like the senator said today on GTP, man, hell, I guess when you think about that, directional kicking, reverse triangle, start seven yards deep, hold three guys back, Hell, it's we're we're doing pretty good to have the kick coverage that we even had last year. I mean, it, it could have been, it should have been worse. You know that that kind of thinking is is kind of like thinking you can spend your way out of a recession. <laughs> You're right. So Warren Beelan says, kick it as deep as you can, and everybody run your tail off to the ball. Man, Warren Beelan for president. <laughs> I hear you, baby. <laughs> well, anyway, I mean that's it. I mean it. It's traditionally, historically, a tough, tough game in Lexington at night. Going to be a little crisp. Going to be a little cool up there. We just need to get after it. And I just hope and pray that the team we have seen for the last two weeks is the real team and not the team we saw earlier this season. Yeah. And like I say, this is, this is a watershed game for us. I mean, this is a, this is a make or break, uh, for the, for the team and for the fans. Yeah. I mean, this really is a clear, it, it, this is an opportunity for our team. You know, sometimes we're in a lose lose, you know, or sometimes we're in a win win. This is not that. If we win this game, people are going to say, man, George is for real. If we lose yeah. this game, everybody's going to say, damn, well, I guess Vanderbilt and Tennessee really was that bad. Exactly. I mean, that, that's and, it's clear what's going to happen, one or the other. Yeah. So, and, and they're going to be right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it, it's not, you know, that's exactly it ain't, right. it ain't no damn magic trick or nothing. You're right. That, that's exactly the way it's going to break out. So, players, listen. Listen. Don't let us down, and man. And we know you're listening. I know. Don't let us down. Validate yourself, man. Don't let the last two weeks go up in smoke. Keep that fire burning. Make it real. Make it lasting. And let's run out. Let's run the table and run out in the SECs. Let's let's keep it going. Yeah. And again, you know, we we've said it before, but we'll, and it it bears repeating. You know, talking to the guys on the team. You know, look, just do your best. Get out there. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to give a hundred percent for sixty minutes. Exactly. And that's all and that's all we can ask. And we ain't gonna boo you. If you do if you do hell You bet your ass we're not. <laughs> exactly. All right, dog fans. That's gonna wrap it up for this week, man. I think unless you got something else, old dog, I've covered my keys to the victory. No man, that's it. I mean, like I say, Kentucky at night always makes me nervous. No different this time around. We're three and one. Rick's three and one in Lexington. Just remember that. I think the one we lost though was at night. But anyway, <laughs> Um, listen, guys. Yeah, let's, let's, and but 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 he's three and one with guys that are clean shaven. Yeah, let's so let, you know. Let's I mean, keep let, let's beards. not let's not worry about what's happened historically. Let's keep those beards growing, baby. Let's keep those beards growing. All right, so uh, that's going to be. I it. tell you what, at the end of the season, if our guys look like the San Francisco Giant pitching staff, 
I'd be a happy man. I want a little, little idea of ZZ Top. I want, I want Ben Jones to look like one of the guys from ZZ Top. Like he can't, there you go. He can't even buckle his damn chin because his beard, you can't even read his number. I would be happy. I don't even want to read your dang number. I don't need to know your number. I just need to know your beard is touching your belt. That way we know we're winning. Oh, I do have one other thing, and it made me feel much much better today. What's that? Read read a little blurb from the AJC on the internet. Herschel Walker was a little bit worried about the 11 arrests we've had, but what warmed the old dog's heart, Herschel said, Coach Rick's got it under control. Hey, hey. And and I and, and if Herschel tells me everything's okay, I believe. By God, it's okay. Hand over your heart. Herschel says everything's fine. If you read that article completely, you also read there where he said there's no way Coach Rick should be fired at the end of the season. But uh, we'll talk more about that after Thanksgiving, right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and we'll know and we'll know a lot more. That's right. All right, dog fans. Thanks for listening. This is the Dogcast, the number one source for bulldog talk on the internet. Hell, your only source for good bulldog talk on the internet. You could go over and listen to those guys at at, <laughs> at Rivals, and they'd talk like this, and they'd say, "Come on, dog fans, it's good." Yeah, and they don't tell. I mean, they don't call it like it is anyway. It's, so you know, it's going to be a tough game this weekend, dog fans, and we've got a long road ahead of us. Anyway. So, dog fans, thanks for listening. Our number, if you want to call and mix it up with the dog cast, 706-363-0210. And by the way, old dog, I'm fixing to play a message. You know, last week we talked about the Buckeye guy. You remember? Yeah. You know, the Buckeye guy gets dog fans excited. I mean, he gets these guys on the show excited. Well, he does because he's an arrogant prick. I know, I know, I know. And isn't it, I mean, it's amazing for a Buckeye to be arrogant. Then it's just... That is I know. unbelievable. It's like it's kind of like an oxymoron. It's like military intelligence. You know, a, well, an arrogant or, buckeye. Or, jump, or jumbo shrimp. Yeah, an arrogant buckeye. A guy who has never beaten an SEC team in a bowl game ever. And he's going to call down and say, oh, you know, the SEC sucks, man. The Big Ten's where it's at, man. We're, we make cheese and, and all that. God, yeah. my, and, and our mascot's a nut. Our mascot's a nut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an actual nut, okay? He's actually this yeah. creepy dude with a big styrofoam nut stuck on his head, okay? But, um, yeah, so anyway, you know, this guy, I'm just going to play his message. You know, he he called and left the message. He left it on the audio comment line. It's fair game. But I'm going to tell you right now, the Buckeye guy leaves his email address. He, he, he says he's asking dog fans to email him, and he put his email address in the message. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Wow. I'm going to leave it at well, that. He is, he is asking for torment and torture, but... <laughs> Anyone that wears a damn sweater vest, what do they expect? <laughs> he wears a sweater vest. And I mean, and I mean, and what could make a sweater vest worse? Being argyle. <laughs> nothing says tough. Nothing says. Nothing says yeah. hard nosed football guy like a sweater vest and a tie. You know. Exactly. And my mascot and, and, is know, a freaking nut. And, and to sum that up, we had Herschel Walker on uh, 
on ESPN with Colin Cowherd earlier. <laughs> Colin Cowherd asked him if he bounced, a, you know, asked Herschel if he bounced a quarter off his abs, how far it would go up. Herschel said probably a fair piece. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Oh, I can't get over your mascot as a nut. That's just fantastic. I mean, what, <laughs> what, what strikes fear? I mean, you, know, you talk about the Bayou Bengals and Bulldogs and Tigers and, and then, well, we're a nut. Similar. And gators. Yeah. Even gators. Gators. Giant elephants. Hell, uh, guys with swords. You go out west, you look at the Trojans and stuff. I mean, you know, a lot of people, lots of people have lots of good mascots. But I mean, even even a chicken, <laughs> even a fighting chicken, <laughs> is better. Tear up a nut. <laughs> My mascot is a nut. But anyway, who is zero and twelve against the SEC? Let's yeah. just, let's and, not forget that. And like so many of their football seasons, starts at a high in a tree, falls to the ground and rots. <laughs> exactly. Dog fans, listen, we're off on a little tangent here. I really just started that whole thing just to say that the Buckeye guy called in, left his email in the message. If you're interested in emailing the Buckeye guy, and I know some of you are, listen up for the comments at the end of the show. If you want to call us, it's 706-363-0210, or you can email us at dogcast at gmail.com. This show is by fans, for fans, bringing it to you straight. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. See you in Lexington Saturday night. Go dogs. Jordan, where you at? What about this Tusu, boys? Yeah, I'm going to call you Tusu. You going to call me Uga? I'm going to call you Tusu. You're the one that's so damn proud of the Ohio State. Anyway, the Ohio State University, Tusu. So, win a game. That's all I'm saying. Oh, by the way, act like a man. Get them nuts from around your neck. Derek, old dog, man, it's your, uh, it's your buddy from up north, Buckeye guy, as I guess you guys have, uh, so eloquently named me. But hey guys, I, man, I'll tell you what, I didn't see this comment, I didn't see Ohio State losing Wisconsin, I knew it was gonna be a tough game, didn't see it coming. But the fact is, it is, and my call to me real quick today, I just, I just need to know from your perspective what I need to do to get my Buckeyes back on the right track because Obviously, you guys had that terrible four-game losing streak to some trash teams, and you come back and you beat two of the SEC's huge perennial powerhouses from the state of Tennessee, the University of Tennessee and Vanderbilt. So if you guys could get me back on the right track to where maybe the, the Buckeyes can win a game, I need you to do that for me. Just email me. I need I need you, all your dog fans that, that you guys say you're getting all these emails about me, whatever. Just email me, you know, what do we do when we lose? Because I knew that, that you guys, you, you know, if anybody knows, it's the Bulldog fans. So my email is gobuckeyes7952 at gmail.com. G-O-B-U-C-K-E-Y-E-S 7952 at gmail.com. And tell me what it, how to deal with this losing thing, because we don't know how to deal with it up in Columbus. But you guys obviously know how to deal with it in Athens. So you guys have a great night, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.